Welcome to the Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat podcast series, where you hear from the experts about healthcare technologies. Hello, everyone. Bruce Hall here, and welcome to another Dell Technologies Healthcare Power Chat. And today we're going to talk about home health engagement with Dell partner eCare21. And our guests are Mr. Vadim Sherdak, who's the CEO and founder of eCare21, and Philip Sweeney, who's the director for Digital Edge Healthcare Life Sciences for Dell Technologies. How are you doing today, fellas? Thank you for having us. Happy to be here. Thank you very much for being on the podcast. Why don't we start with a little bit of your backgrounds? And Vadim, how about if we start with you? I started EQR21 six years ago, building it based on my previous experience with home healthcare companies that I found, built, and managed in New Jersey. Over all my tenure and the head of home healthcare company, I was surprised with the absence of technology in senior care. So we started building mobile applications for senior care. We won multiple awards as the best caregiving apps. And we transformed the system into a Care 21 project that combined mobile apps used by seniors into a clinical system that can provide technology for doctors. Okay, thanks for that. And Philip, could we have a little bit of your background, please? I've been with Dell Technologies for about 13 years or so. 10 of which I've been covering our healthcare and life sciences as an enterprise architect. And now I look after our edge business for healthcare and life sciences. So really where my role fits in is looking at our partner ecosystem, as well as the different strategically aligned businesses within Dell and putting together solutions to market that are meaningful to our healthcare customers. Vadim, if we could start with you, there's been a shift in the patient care model within healthcare from a fee-for-service model to a health-based care model. Can you give us your sense of the impact of that model change? Healthcare is going through long-expected changes. And this move was really expected long ago, but started only recently. I will give you a couple of numbers. 20% of patients with multiple chronic conditions consume over 65% of Medicare spent. This means that if we monitor and provide technological health monitoring for people with chronic conditions, we can reduce unneeded hospitalizations, we can improve budget, we can improve services to them. So all these motivate changes in healthcare. This change brings a lot of technology into healthcare, like virtual care, telehealth for connected health, and change healthcare from caring for sick people into caring and ensuring of the health of whole population. Thanks for explaining the difference in those models. Vadim, you mentioned seniors. Could you tell us a little bit more from the U.S. perspective? How does this model change affect seniors? It will affect seniors and will affect seniors drastically because population became older. So healthcare services more concentrate on senior care and concentrate on lifestyle diseases like heart diseases, congestive heart failure, diabetes that related in many aspects to lifestyle. So changes happens in the lifestyle, changes happens related to monitoring and ensuring healthy aging of seniors as long as possible. Phil, turning to you, Vadim mentioned telehealth and some aspects of virtual care. Can you tell us how the shifting focus to virtual care is changing how healthcare is provided? We're seeing three main benefits around the way we're deploying virtual care. One of them is better access to care. 
We're also seeing better health outcomes and reduction of overall costs. We're able to deploy home health kits in patients' homes as well. There's new legislation coming out that allows them to use their mobile devices for telehealth sessions, and eCare21 has that ability. For better health outcomes, we are seeing some benefits around drug adherence and care plan adherence. What we found is that in certain patient environments, the home becomes kind of a black hole to a provider. So they're not able to see if they are following the care plan the best way possible, if they're taking their medicine at the time they're supposed to be taking them, or if they're taking them at the right dosage. So we're able to have this constant touch point with the patients using virtual care. We're also able to have behavioral health assessments that typically may not happen. It may be because a certain person has stigma or privacy issues and they don't want to go have an outreach to a particular provider. They're able to conduct these in the privacy of their home. Okay, so we see how it improves access to care and provides for better outcomes. How are costs improved with this new model? In terms of reducing costs, not every healthcare system has the ability to have full-time specialists for every discipline. So it allows us to give them the ability to do remote analysis at service across multiple provider systems. And then we also have the ability to have patient outreach and engagement on an ad-needed basis, especially when there is a certain threshold that's breached, whether that's looking at patient monitoring vital signs that say a certain temperature was breached or a blood pressure was out of range. We can have a patient be engaged with a healthcare provider at that point, using those resources the most efficiently possible. It sounds like a comprehensive way to address virtual care. Vadim, turning back to you, Phil mentioned eCare 21. Can you take us a little bit deeper into how eCare 21 is engaging and enabling this virtual care? I will give you an example of one of our clients. This is a visiting physician working with multiple seniors in New York State. They monitor their clients, their patients in a distance and collect information about their vitals like glucose readings, blood pressure, weight, and systems send reminders to these patients to do readings, to use devices or submit information manually. Medical assistant that monitor system in a medical office see results and if results going over the bound, over the threshold set up in the system, a doctor get alert and can address needs of this patient immediately. This prevent in many situations raising conditions that will lead patients to rush to the emergency room or hospital. So system give possibility to address possibilities of acute situation in advance and prevent acute situations, prevent unneeded hospitalizations. But, Vadim, could it also be that this system will warn us when a hospitalization is needed? In some situations, hospitalization needed, and we can advise and give possibility to have this emergency room hospitalization consultation with specialists to do in advance and reduce time and severity of these events. I'm curious about eCare21's background and focus. Can you take us a little bit deeper into your history and how you came to focus on this model of virtual care? It's very interesting for me too because when I manage home health care agency, I was surprised with the absence of technology and really complexity to get information about how your loved one feeling and their well-being if, for example, your parents living alone, living sometimes in a different states, and they caring for them in a distance, and you have only phone as a tool to get information about them. So we start working on this problem. 
We built mobile applications that right now available in App Store and Play Store. You care when you want. And they give possibility to really get family together to provide care to each other and about each other and connect seniors, their neighbors, their friends, their caregivers, their healthcare professionals all together. At that moment, we learn about preventive care programs that Medicare started and start paying doctors to provide preventive care to seniors with multiple chronic conditions. So at that point, how did you extend the app to provide this additional capability? So we built additional system that connected our mobile app to medical offices and help doctors not only provide the services, but help doctors also generate additional revenue that support doctors' activities on the prevention care. In this way, using this technology and Medicare incentive packages, there are a win-win-win situation when Medicare winning by reducing cost of caring for seniors, by reducing unneeded hospitalizations, which is the most expensive events. Doctors winning because they get a new stream of revenue and in the same time provide better care for their patients, which is very important for doctors. And patients winning because they have better care and less hospitalizations. And nobody wants to go to hospital. This concludes part one of our podcast. Check back for part two where Vadim and Phil discuss eCare21's partnership with Dell Technologies and the rest of the solutions ecosystem, a customer success story, how to get started with eCare21, where to find more info, and final thoughts.